Boys and girls, he's and hers and theys, welcome to another episode of the State of the Strong, a bull brand podcast. You know how we do it over here. We only have Omangoba. We have industry revolutionaries, mm. leaders of the evolution and innovators mm. at their very core. My name is Lerai and I am with my one and only co-star. Sibumbanza, the ever so handsome. Yes, the ever v- very, so handsome. Very ladies. Uh, Just putting it out. No, not not the right time. Sorry, my bad. My bad. Okay. But today we have. Oh my gosh, I love this. Out the today's guest. Uh huh. I need to. I'm going to tell you guys a story, but let's introduce her first. Let's greet her, and then I'll tell you a story. Of how I discovered her. I'm excited. We've got Among Gesinoto on the show today. How are you doing, darling? Hi, how are you? I'm 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 great now that we're next to you. <laughs> She's got such a sweet voice. Right? Oh, thank you. Can you like get on like that calm app and like read me bedtime stories? <laughs> I think I'd pass the hell out. Some AS how are you with ASMR? <laughs> Um, I'm really not a fan. I just like it gives me the heebie-jeebies Same. sometimes. Like yeah. it's just a bit like it's a bit too much for me personally. <laughs> but I understand the calming effect of it for sure. Okay, so we're gonna start off with something very fast-paced. Okay, we're playing a game called Sixty Seconds of Strong. It's okay. you have to, girl. You gotta Honest. guess it, right? Okay. This is it's not just a game. This is like a competition. Okay. This is it's a serious thing because remember we are bulls out here. We are strong. Mm-hmm. Yeah, you have. <laughs> The, the the goal is very high. I'm not even going to tell you. <laughs> yeah, rather don't scare I don't want to scare you. But basically, I'm going to hand you pieces of paper that okay. have either a sentence that you need to complete or a question that you need to answer. Okay. Very quick, fast paced, get as many as you can. Are okay. you ready? I'm ready. It's just okay. Mbanza is going to. Five, four, three, two, one, go. The type of parent I would be is strict. If I were an animal, I would be a dolphin. Rich and sad or poor and happy, rich and sad. Wow. <laughs> a world I can't, a word I can't pronounce. Um, damn, I don't know. Uh, I don't know. Vocab be Okay, I believe the South African government is um, in need of leaders. The reality show I would be on is um, Young, Famous and African. <laughs> Instagram is um, powerful when you use it right. The most used emoji is um, heart. Like I love to, to say love. <laughs> if I were president for a day, I would, um, I don't know. I would, I don't know. I would just really try to change things and help people. Um, if I had a superpower, it would be... Tele, what is it called? To teleport, mm-hmm. that one. Um, South Africa is, I think, the best country in the world. Time. Hexic. The Hi. best country in <laughs> the, the world. In the, she didn't you know, lie. That's the best way to start it. Let's yep. do a tally of your, <laughs> Let's see. your papers. How many we got? Mm-hmm. Guys, I'm struggling. It's all good. One, it's all, mm-hmm. two, yeah, three, four, five, six, seven. Yes. Eight, mm-hmm. nine, ten, 
11. Aye. Okay. That was good. I think the minimum is 10. It's 10, yeah. If you don't get 10, we have to say thank you very much. It was thanks. lovely having you on the podcast. We have to call someone else. Yeah. Above You're above average, <laughs> and we appreciate that. <laughs> But you know what? Yeah. At least uh, she's doing good in other places. Exactly. So I need to. I said I was going to tell you guys the story. Please of how do. I, so this was around uh, 2015, 16, probably early 2016. This is when you just started Blackboard yeah. Africa. And this is how I discovered it, right? So there was this guy. <laughs> Every <laughs> good story starts with yeah. there was this guy. And I, that I had like a really huge crush on, and he was like, I knew him from church. <laughs> Ooh, I'm exposing myself <laughs> He's probably going to be able to know Like who he is And um, so you know When you go on the gram And you like You have to do your research And mm-hmm. take the pictures But this guy literally Only had like two pictures On his page So I had to look at the tagged pictures mm-hmm. Click on the tagged pictures And I see he's at in this room With a lot of people Like a conversation type of thing I click on that I was like Oh my gosh More content Right I'm like <laughs> more Yes content. give me more I want to see You know <laughs> Who does he hang out with? Yeah. Where does he go? Oh and he God. was at a Blackboard Africa um, session, yeah. you know? And I was like, so then I have to look at, I had to go to that page to see if there's more <laughs> pictures of him. That you guys, I wanted to look at, I don't think Ooh. Instagram had just oh launched stories. God, I don't know who this so, is. Do you know who it is? I want to know. Oh, okay. <laughs> I don't know. I don't know who you, you cannot, are. You cannot know, but that's how I discovered Blackboard Africa. Oh, yeah. wow. And since then, I have literally followed your guys' journey as Blackboard oh. Africa, but yours as well. She has got... Mm. Mm. Do you know that she knows how Michelle Obama smells? Imagine Like that. she's touched her <laughs> and hugged her and just... And that, that's not the only thing. Yeah. You've seen her purse her lips in person. No. She's <laughs> she's just, so the first thing that I have to ask you, before we dive into how did you, you know, all the things that you've done, which are amazing, what were the biggest influences in your childhood that molded you into becoming the person that you are? Jeez. Um, I think there were so many things that were sort of a part of that journey. Um, I think just my upbringing and my school environment, like I was really happy as a child. Mm -hmm. Like I was really, really happy, chirpy person. And I was never afraid to like say what I want and speak my mind. Like I'm a Taurus, so I won't hold back, you know? So that was just always me. Um, But then there was also, there was a point where we all started to grow up and it started to feel like I was kind of being told to like keep it together a little bit. Mm -hmm. And like, you know, push certain sides of myself to the side. And I thought it was very confusing because they weren't telling certain kind of girls this, you know, and I felt like it was it was really coming towards me. And so I was really like troubled by it. And so I would go to my parents. And again, like I'm saying, they're a big influence because they were the kind of parents who would never like step in for me. They're not like the, okay, I'll set up a meeting with the with the principal kind of parents. Like they're like, oh, you have an issue. Let's talk about it. Let's hear what it is. But, you know, it's your responsibility to take action for the things that are frustrating you in your life and so that's just the approach that I've always had in my life I guess and I think it's definitely come from them like they've always been the ones to tell me to like create my own path you know just run my own race Mm. um, and never be sort of shy 
and like afraid of of saying how I'm feeling or standing up for what I believe in. Yeah. Um, so I think honestly, that's been a big influence, just having my upbringing and having that shock of like, oh, okay, so you know we're all being treated a little bit yeah. differently. Mm. Um, and then you know just having my parents to support me in a way that like encouraged me to 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 find my voice and use my voice, but in a way that made made sure that I was taking ownership of it for myself. Like yeah. they didn't try to step in and like shape it for me, if that makes sense. Um so yeah, I think they would definitely be wow. the big molders yeah. in my in my life. Yeah. As as they should. As they be. should. So so the first time I think I ever like saw your face or the, saw like your content was a TED talk. You did TED talk at what, eighteen? <laughs> Younger? Yeah. Eighteen. Yeah, no, I think I was eighteen. Imagine no, I was in that. Trick, so I was, I was so you're seventeen. Yeah. Um <laughs> and you you <laughs> you're getting on stage talking to a lot of people about social issues. Yeah. Um, how, how does how does that go? Like, how where do you get that kind of confidence, that kind of bravery and courage to stand up and say, you know what? Even though I'm young, and I know a lot of you probably think, you know, mm. I haven't lived life and I don't know the experiences, which you clearly show that you do understand. Um, how, how does that come about? Jeez, I mean, like, like, like you said, I actually started Blackboard Africa probably in 2016. Mm. And 2016, I was 15. Yeah. So by the time I was 18, I was feeling, I was feeling a little bit confident. Yeah, you know what I mean? Um, and and I think I had spoken to one of my mentors, and she had told me to like make a vision board. And I swear, TEDx was on my vision board. Wow. Not even a joke. Literally, I think it was like six months before. Yeah. TEDx was on there. A couple of different other things, brands that I want to work with, like all of that was on there. And then. Two weeks later, I got an email and they're like, oh, no, so we would like for you to do a TEDx. And I was like, oh, let's do it. I let's go. You know? <laughs> yeah. um, so, I mean, I was obviously really nervous because yeah. the actual number of people in the room wasn't that many. Mm. Um, so I wasn't necessarily nervous about that. But I was like freaked out because I was like, what I'm going to say right now it's not about these 20 people yes, in this room. Yes. It's going to go out into the world and it's going to represent me and, and what I stand for and what I believe in. Mm-hmm. Um, so that was what was really nerve wracking for me. But I was so excited about mm-hmm. it. At the same time, like I said, it was like it was on my board, yeah. bro. Yeah. You know, yeah. so it was really, really exciting to sort of see something like that come into fruition. Yeah. Um, and also just be able to speak about something that I know yeah. and something that I understand, you know, social media and social impact, like literally Blackboard Africa, its origins, like you're saying, it's on Instagram, yeah. like it all started on Instagram. And so it was really amazing to kind of talk other people through what that journey was like for me. And hopefully, you know, they can take that tool and, and apply it to their own lives yeah. and, and see what kind of impact they can make. You know what Amonge has? Yes. Ibizwa consistent. That's it. <laughs> That's it. At 15, that was 50, 18. You were yeah. 18 years yeah. old. And now she's turning 21 mm-hmm. this year. And I even remember the shirt that you wore was similar to this, but it said Africa is now. Mm. And I think that's such a strong statement and it resonates so much with who you are and the things that you've done. Um, you mentioned that your mother was raised in the USA. How did that influence sort of your journey with Blackboard Africa and you breaking the boundaries and representing South Africa and Africa in international platforms? Jeez. Um, <laughs> 
So, look, my mom was raised in the States, but before Blackboard Africa started and all of this, I had never been outside of South Africa. The mm. first time I actually left was when Blackboard Africa was approached and they were like, come, it's the Global First Ladies Alliance Conference, come and speak and, and engage with us. And so Imagine. I actually didn't really kind of go abroad yeah. through my mom. Um, it was through this work that I was doing, which I think is really a testament of the way that she's raised me in the sense that like, yeah, she grew up in America and, you know, there's certain experiences that she had differently, but she has a really incredible appreciation for all that this amazing continent has to offer. Yeah. You know, she's a creative, so... You know, to be able to understand the creative hub that is Africa and yeah. South Africa, the beauty that's within it. Like, you know, she's always been someone who's really pushed that in, in all of her work, yeah. telling the African story. And so I think seeing that through her, um, it's really pushed my appreciation for the African continent and what I think my role in that should be. And kind of that's how Blackboard Africa started. It was just about, okay, there's a certain narrative about what it means to be a young African. And are we liking it? Do we want to rewrite it? Do we want to, you know, what's our role in that? Mm. Um, and through me doing that work and continuing that conversation, then it started getting international sort of recognition. Yeah. Um, so it was interesting to engage with, you know, internationals in, in the sense that, like, you don't have to necessarily understand my experience play by play, but, you know, you can relate to yeah. the themes and the yeah. things that we're, we're discussing around identity, around culture, around, you know, feeling like you're not in the right space yeah. or there's certain people who don't want you in that space, you know? So... Yeah, yeah. Wow. wow. At uh, 15, 16, I was a stupid boy <laughs> trying to learn how to overcome Ikwababa. You know, I wasn't starting <laughs> platforms um, and getting a greater understanding of how the world works. Um, I'm trying to imagine at 21, what was my greatest achievement? I can't even, in my brain, I just don't understand having one of those. But you, you've been busy for the past <laughs> couple of years. So what do you feel like is your greatest achievement so far? Jeez. At 21. <laughs> Bro, at 21. I love this. You know Less what? than a quarter just of life. Before you answer that, uh -huh. I just, I love the fact that, yes, I still am the youngest person in the room, mm -hmm. but I have my, I have a peer. And I just, you know what? I'm loving it. And yeah. we need more of this. Yeah. Mm. Yeah. Yeah. Um, so greatest achievement. I mean, there's been some really, really exciting stuff. Um, like, so I met Michelle Obama. Um, we Wait, were... <laughs> pause, 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 pause. First lady. First yeah, lady. Wait a minute. No, Lotus. Honestly. How did that work? Let's take it back. How did that happen? For the people who want to meet Michelle Obama, they need to, they're listening right now and going, how do I do it? Yeah. Um, so I was a part of a leadership program called Black Girls Lead. Um, they also, they they run the Black Girls Rock sort of award show. So um, I was part of their leadership program and it was really, really amazing. It was earlier and I think it was 2018. And then towards the end of the year, they said that, you know, former first lady Michelle Obama, yeah. you know, she approached them and was like, yeah, no. So I have this new book coming out. It was becoming, and she just wants to have conversations with young women. Mm -hmm. Um, and so the black girls 
lead sort of family they reached out to me and they're like I mean you're always traveling so if you're gonna be in Boston you know we would love to have you and I was like y'all know I think I'm gonna be in Boston that's time I'm writing exams and I'm like yeah no 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 no. I'm gonna I'm writing matric exams and I'm like I'll make a plan to be in Boston um so that's what happened and then I fundraised for it and you know I I was there and it, it was amazing she's like the most amazing person I think it was so crazy to talk to her and she was like really excited to meet us yeah. mm. i was like wait what, <laughs> what, do <you> mean? <laughs> what do you mean and she was like i you know i've done research on all of you and like all the initiatives that you guys have going on and i'm so inspired by all of your guys's work and like mm. i just want to have a conversation with you and i was like oh really okay <laughs> <laughs> so i mean yeah. that's definitely up there mm. um last year i won award um for, you know, in the industry of, you know, social impact. Um, and I, it was really, really exciting. But honestly, I think the biggest achievement from my work is that, like, people have attended our events, sure. our workshops, our programs, and they've gone out and they've done really incredible things. You know, they've started podcasts, they've started clothing lines, they've really shifted you know, their mindset. And for me, that's the biggest achievement because then I feel like there's impact being made, you know? That must feel so fulfilling. Oh, it's amazing. Going back to um, what you said about just being in the room with all those young people and you actually wrote, I think you wrote um, an article for a magazine talking about how they had to get there two hours before Michelle Obama got there because, Mm -hmm. you know, Michelle Obama has to tear everything yeah. out, yeah. and then they took your phones away. Then, oh, no, after that, she had a notebook with her. Yeah. <laughs> they weren't allowed to <laughs> write notes I'm in the conversation. It was so, but yeah. you were in a room with other young um, women mm. that really are inspirational mm. as well, and you were representing our country. So what I want to understand, from just to get your take on this, what do you think sets Mzansi apart from the rest of the world? But not only that, what sets the youth of Mzansi apart? Jeez, mm-hmm. I think there's something about like this generation of South African youth that is just so... It's so unhinged and I love it. I'm here for it. I'm here for it. I think we need this new sort of vibrancy of just like, I'm being me so unapologetically, like so unapologetically. There's so much that this whole generation is just not putting up with. Um, And so amongst that, there's innovation, there's creativity, there's, there's so much bubbling here. And then with another just layer of, I'm going to do it the way I want to do it. And there's nobody mm, who's going to mm. tell me anything about it. Like mm. that's yep. just, I'm yeah, I'm yeah. here for it. Mm. Um, you, you speak about really serious issues and I think sometimes those can be really tiresome. I just want to know, I'm on your Wednesday when she needs to relax, when she <laughs> needs to take a chill pull, remember that she's 21 years old mm. and has a lot of life to live and is trying to have fun. What, what would that look like? Um, so, I mean, there's a couple of things yeah. I do. I really love to spend time with like friends and family, like being around my loved ones for me, like, cause I'm not much of an extrovert. Sure. So being around people that I know and love, oh, that's like, you know, that makes my day. Um, I'm really into hiking, like really, really into hiking so, for my 21st. I'm actually doing a big hike in Tugela Falls and the Drakensberg. Um, 
that's just been a really big thing for me. Like being up on like on the mountain, it's so tough because I'm at the bottom and I'm like, why are you doing this? And it's hot and it's sweaty. But to get up there and look down at the beauty and be like, I did that. Like, I did that, you know, Um, and just like embrace the beauty and be with friends and laugh and chill and like. It's amazing. Yeah. So, so yeah, that's what I do. And we have something to celebrate. Mm-hmm. She's about to graduate. Yes. From <laughs> studying politics and international and relations. Academic, ladies what, and are, what are you doing after this? Like, what's next for you? Um, so I'm doing my honors right now. Um, still at Wits. I'm, I'm majoring in politics. Um, but I would just really love to be sort of doing the work that I'm doing with Blackboard Africa full time. Like, I would love to be putting a lot of my energy into that you know as the organization has been growing you know it's just needing a lot more full-time support and so i would just really love to be stepping into that role um i'm also a writer so you know i'm working on a children's book that's coming out this year nice Um, (laughs) so you know i'm really really excited about that you know kind of teaching young kids to embrace the power that lies within their names Mm. Um, so that's something that's, you know, it's to look forward to. Um, and yeah, 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 just different projects that are coming up that I'm really excited about. I love that. Um, obviously on a proudly South African uh, podcast, um, I just want to know uh, from you, what do you think makes South Africans strong? Because this is the state of the strong. Um, what do you think makes us stronger than, you know, any other place? Because if there's one thing about us, we're a bunch of strong people. <laughs> what do you think makes us strong? Um, geez, I think South Africans are really like resilient. Yeah. Like, I think there's so much history. Um, there's so many experiences that we've been through. Like, there's certain, you know, things that happen where you're like, yo, it's rough, but like, yeah. but we're here and we're still standing and standing beautifully, yeah. you know, standing gracefully, standing, you know, impeccably you know so i think for me i just i love how strong-willed we are Mm. as a people um we're just we're here to stay yeah Yeah. and Mm. i think that's really that's you know that's a really great characteristic and i think as south africans we need to really take respond well actually be proud of that sure yeah be proud of it and really walk in it everywhere we go because you know, sometimes when you're so used to being something, you don't realize the power and the significance hundred percent in this world. Yeah. So it's for us to keep going with that resilience and really understand what we've gone through mm. and keep pushing it, keep mm. pushing it. Mm. You mentioned that our government needs more leaders, you know, and what you're doing, you, the work that you're doing is genuinely sort of a stepping stone that the leaders of tomorrow are going through. And so, you know, I want to say thank you to Mm. you for actually seeing the need for that and being like, listen, I want to make a change and I want to be the change that I want to see. Yeah. And that's that's what Bull Brand is doing with the State of the Strong podcast. You know what I'm saying? (laughs) I'm waiting for a purr. (laughs) Those nails. Those nails were moving. I had to. I had to. No, surely. Next time I think I should do mine too. I think we should Say nothing else. Before we go um a lot of young people are obviously watching you they're listening to you and i think a lot of people are getting um, inspired to start things 
much earlier. You know, you don't have to wait till you're out of school and you have a degree before you want to talk about something you're passionate about. What is your message of strength to a 14, 15 year old who wants to follow in your footsteps? I would just say the time is now. Yeah. Like not yesterday or tomorrow or the day after that. It's now, you yeah. Like I think now is the time because we don't have that much responsibility. Sure. Honestly, like we're not at the age where we've, bills are piling up and kids and husbands and like, <laughs> whoa, you know, like we're in this space yeah. where we're really free to, to do what we want um, and really be bold about it. Mm. Cause like, there's not much, like you still have so much life yeah. to live. So, yeah. you know, if it doesn't work out, people fail. Like you have so much time yeah. to, to, to come back. Um, so, you know, I would just say the time is now, whatever you're thinking, whatever you're imagining, if you're an entrepreneur, you better preneur, babes. If yeah. you, if you, you're a designer and better design, like if you're doing the things that you want to do, like you, you must do it now. Yeah. Like the time yeah. is now fully. Mm-hmm. Yeah. The message for today, and I think it's a post that I've been seeing from people that I follow. Yeah. It's just like, if you have a design, go print it on a t-shirt. You're a designer. Right. If you have a business idea go start it mm-hmm. you're you're an entrepreneur just go do it mm-hmm. right now mm-hmm. and that's what we're doing right yeah, yeah. It's, you know that well these are the t- conversations that we have to have yeah at the state of the strong mm-hmm. i'm yeah, I'm, I'm learning so much and i think if there's one thing i didn't realize is that i'd be learning so much from people younger than me but I appreciate all your wisdom, guys. <laughs> Truly, I'm not being sarcastic. I promise you, I really appreciate all the wisdom you guys have done. Both of you have done incredible work, and I'm so proud of you guys. Actually, I'm getting emotional. We need to call it on the show. Thank you so much for being here. We loved your presence. Um, we hope to have you back soon. Dera, you've been an amazing co-host, as usual. I the love best you, of man. the best. I love you. I love you. Don't make me cry. <laughs> guys, that was the State of the Strong uh, audiovisual podcast brought to you by Bull Brand. We'll see you guys on the next episode.